This is the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. Now, here are your hosts, Cody, Kyle, and Ken. All right, we're back in the office, back in the studio for a brand new episode of Off the Break Podcast. Yes. End of September edition. End of September. We we had a busy week last week. Ken and I were at Rocky Mountain NATO in Salt Lake City, Utah. That, that was, was only last week. That was only I'm so last tired week. Still. I know. I feel like it was either yesterday or ten years ago. I feel like it's <laughs> it's Tuesday. We're recording at the end of the week. Oh man. From, from a distance, I could tell it's been a long week thanks, for you guys. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks. Kyle, are you all ready for fall? The air is turning. The leaves are turning. Oh yeah. I got my flannel on. I'm yeah. I'm cozy. I I've it's, been ready. It's thirty. Yeah in the 30s this morning i know or like what what is this <laughs> you were you you don't notice the weather until you walk outside and it's raining you're like oh it's raining today and i'm like oh this is so lovely something seems off <laughs> yeah, yeah something's different than it was yesterday i don't check the weather apps well was it beautiful like fall surprise. was it beautiful fall weather in utah uh last week at all or was it like warmer it than really it is nice right now at the beginning of the week and then last day of the convention it poured rain <laughs> so oh okay but the fall colors were out it's yeah it's utah in the fall it's beautiful it's still warm i mean you're in the the concrete jungle that is salt lake city so yeah. for for us coming from a, a county of a hundred thousand people to where mm. there's like you know a metro area of two or three million yeah it's it's a different thing i keep forgetting how metro Salt Lake actually it is. goes like it goes you, you wouldn't think of it for some reason. Yeah, it's it's not it's big for us. Like it's big for the mountain for us small town folks. For the Mountain West, it's big. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's Denver, it's Salt Lake City, it's if you count Phoenix as part of the Mountain West, like those those are the big ones. <laughs> I think Phoenix is Southwest. Yeah, no, I I, I don't count so. it. I I know you don't count it. Yeah, <laughs> it's too south for me. But you <laughs> but you go through those and then you go through what we think big cities are like Billings and you yeah. <laughs> you blink and you're like oh that's the other side of Billings cool. Right. <laughs> Took a little longer than normal. But Idaho Falls. We got there. <laughs> yeah, Idaho Falls has three exits on the yeah. interstate. You're like this is crazy. This is a pretty big place. <laughs> Salt Lake City is like it's like. 40 miles Do into you end? Judge? Like it's, yeah. it's a long haul if you yeah. go north to south on Do you it. judge the size of the city depending upon the road signs that are like, next up is this one? And a lot of times Bozeman was left out. I judge by how tall out. the buildings all no, are. It's, Bozeman was <laughs> left out. It would be like Billings and then Butte. <laughs> like mm. everybody, because at the time everybody was going there and they just leave Bozeman out completely. Yeah, okay. it would get it would get the small like yeah on the interstate. Like you like, only get to be on the sign when get, you're actually close to, to getting to the small town. Small print, it's right. like The village of blankety blank, and then <laughs> and then Bozeman <laughs> comes up like three miles before the exit. Yeah, like oh cool, here it is. Yeah, <laughs> we have a college. So did you guys? Ah. En- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went there. <laughs> so did you guys enjoy? Um, Anything specific when it came to the convention? was so good this year. We yeah. hadn't really had one since the pandemic. And it was, it is one of my favorite conventions to go to outside of CinemaCon, which is just the big one. And that's different. That's, you see studios and presentations. You don't really get to see clients as much you know exhibitors as much but rocky you have to mountain really carve out time yeah. for them because it's so big but rocky right. mountain everybody's it's all about the exhibitors the, everybody's there. usually in the same room at the same time yeah <laughs> it's awesome and it, I, i'm always surprised by how many people i know and i'm like this feels good like it really feels like a community when you go yeah no you you can 
see someone across the room you don't know, shake their hand, and you can find like three connection points. Yeah. If they're not your direct client or a relative in some cases. Or <laughs> or just an ad- adjacent town or yeah. something. You, right. you can figure out where everybody is, which is nice. Um, the hotel we went to was amazing. It was a new Marriott, and you wouldn't think like a Marriott, but this was so fancy on the inside. <laughs> what, what is this swanky place? I, <laughs> I say that, and I preface it that it was a Marriott, but it felt like a bo- upscale boutique hotel and i'm like this is nice for rocky mountain like <laughs> very excited all right convention yeah i'm rocky mountain <laughs> yeah we're they upped their game this year and i'm like please be, come back here next year <laughs> please i want somewhere nice like this because we are small so it'd be mm-hmm. fun to go to cool places gotcha yeah and we're very spread out i mean it's the largest largest region yeah of these mm-hmm. but the least amount of theaters just because we're so spread out in the west right right, right. like lawn drives yeah i mean <laughs> ours was there. ours was six hours most everybody else flew it felt like because they're like i'm not driving six hours to go yeah. anywhere <laughs> <laughs> but we're like this is great yeah we're like that's no, nothing no kids turn up the radio it's like, the interstate the whole way yeah like, true it's really easy for us so mm-hmm. we enjoyed that part of it uh i think salt lake area is amazing it's got so much more there than you than you assume when you get there. There's yeah. lots of things to do. I wish we had had a little bit more time to go do fun things, but we got out a little bit. Yeah, clients to see. I did. Yeah. You had to network. Network. Well, we networked with them. Yeah. At doing fun things. Yeah. <laughs> what were one of those fun things? The cooking class. Were you still able to yes. do that? So Rocky Mountain had a cooking class, and they do do the golf thing. There were the golfers that did the golf thing, mm. but. I feel like that's such old school. And this this was a cooking class and it was fun. We went to the Culinary Institute. We learned to make uh, steak tacos and we You learned how to make steak tacos. I learned how to make steak tacos. <laughs> I learned to cook. Why did you bit. learn, Ken? Yeah. Because I already know how to Ken cook. All right, that's Ken made me do it. So <laughs> you, I didn't make you take yeah. the class. You I made you actually the steak? do the cooking. I did the I made Ken take the class. He made me do all the work in the class. Sure. <laughs> He's like, you will learn something here. <laughs> so we made our own tor- homemade tortillas um Ooh. poorly, but we did it. We made our own salsa, which was a pineapple salsa, which was really good. That one I was really excited. I've never to do. seen someone angry at a pineapple before. Oh, I Cody was I so, cut it so she poorly. Was Cody was one. frustrated with a pineapple. <laughs> yeah, I cut it so poorly. I was like, "Is this deep enough? Is this deep enough?" And just ah. <laughs> and then she just started hacking at it. Yeah, the um, hacking part checks out. And then we made our own <laughs> yeah, dry rub right. and for the flank steak and. But like I said, we went into this class not knowing who was going to be in it. We went in. Um, there was 16 people in the class. Yeah. And us and our clients were six of those people. Yeah. And then, but we didn't know who they were. Then, we didn't then, know they were going to be there. And then three oh, others okay. were another theater chain that we have a very close relationship with. Yeah. So it was like more than sixty percent of the class we we know on a first name basis and have had dinner with <laughs> several yeah. times. We were so so excited. Like, oh, we know everyone here, and the other ones were trying to sell us projectors. And it's like wrong wrong uh, person, buddy. So it's like yeah. a small town classroom setting to where everyone's it, known the same people for the last 10 it years feels like that it was kind of like that but it was yeah. really fun it's like a class reunion but everybody kind of lives in a different town and has different things so you just catch up and you know watch watch one person you know struggle with their pineapple struggle with their pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and one person have one too many red wines at, at the at the uh um meet and greet <laughs> yeah. i talked on the last podcast that i thought we're getting 
appetizers. I'm like mimosas because it's 1030 in the morning. You know what? No, there was no alcohol because that would have cost extra. And I'm like, you were worried about okay, Rocky Mountain. Next time we're paying for the alcohol. But I'm going to this swanky Marriott. I expect mimosas. Mimosas. Send send Clark from buying the bill. Yeah. (laughs) I would have paid extra for that. We'll do. We'll pay for the upgrade for everybody. So, (laughs) so it was chips and guacamole. At like 10.30 in the morning. 10.30 in the morning? It's really early for this. It's just it was, a tad. It was really good guacamole, but it was like, I'm just not here for this yet. Not quite yet. No. I wanted a momo. I was just, I think I was so disappointed that I didn't get the momosa. Mm. It was great to see everybody. We'll see you all again next year. We'll oh, see yeah. some of you in Vegas in April. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we met with people, so we missed out, but they screened... Um, Angel Studios, Calabrini, Sabrini, or is it Khaleesi? Sabrini? Yeah, something, something Calabrese. <laughs> something eeny. I don't know how you say it. Ooh, it must and be then, Italian. Because I didn't go to the screen, so I would have learned that. But Angel Studios had a movie. Yeah, they had a movie there. After and their then, big hit, Sound of Freedom. And then Sony brought Dumb Money, which I also, oh, okay. I also had to miss because I went to dinner. But mm-hmm. I'm sure it was very good, and I heard Dumb some good Money, things about it. The GameStop story. Oh, oh no! That's right. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. We, at, at least based on the newest poster version been, of the poster it's I've seen. Open. Yeah. No, they added it title? like a week before <sighs> we're supposed to. I haven't heard them say anything official that theaters should no, we change got the title. The, I, the I told Kyle the movie's I mean, coming out today. Eventually, eventually, there's not gonna be a corner that any other studio owns it's going to be like the release calendar changes sponsored by sony mm-hmm. film name changes sponsored by sony <laughs> <laughs> featuring popcorn and films sponsored by sony like yeah. what what's the thing that somebody else is gonna have <laughs> yeah well kyle told me about the see it wasn't like an official thing but it came up in the marketing materials yeah. so he mentioned it because he all, all yeah. of a sudden the marketing materials have its different name and i was like well it's not a bad change it's better than based on a true story no that no thing is I overused agree. so it gives some context to what the dumb money story is which i think is good but you should have led with that led the marketing with that not been like oh bright idea at the end of the line mm-hmm. so yeah yeah no not the worst of the name changes but the movie's coming out today we're recording it right. on its early showing yeah <laughs> practically so but it's it's been out for two weeks in some markets, in some yes. markets, which yeah. is the funny part. Yeah, maybe that's why they're like, "Oh, we got to put some more context because people are confused." <laughs> so they released no, it in New York. New York it. didn't realize what this movie was about, so they're like, "Uh oh, the stock market movie." We're putting it. We should in, probably market better. We're putting it in markets <laughs> that aren't New York and L.A. So we're gonna open it in like Wisconsin and Iowa and Nebraska, and like we gotta give these people some context yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, being from those places, I'm like, yeah, I need some context. Um, well. <laughs> What else can I say about Rocky Mountain real quick? The panels, I got really good feedback from them, from the uh, from our exhibitors that attended. And I think that that was nice. Like it was the last day's kind of events, but it was back-to-back panels. And I, I like that format. I think that was good. And people felt like there was some a little bit something there for everybody. Yeah. no. I we only so. got to make the last one, which was like more of a Q&A session. No, it's the airing of the grievances. It I is love the this. airing Every of the grievances. Ooh, talk about that. Every yeah. time I've been yeah. to Rocky Mountain, you know, we, they have this, the <laughs> through, whole thing. They thank everybody for coming at the end. Like, does anybody have any concerns or anything they'd like to say about the industry moving forward? And then like everybody, you know, it's it's the standard issue. 
having to hold things for multiple weeks and terms and how much inflation costs and yeah. I can't get supplies. But it's it feels like, I mean it's it feels like it's been the same forever, minus a few like slight right. tweaks. But it is awesome how these people like just like they wait a year and this time they waited four years right. to like get it out of their system yes. <laughs> like i need to say this in a room full of other people that are going to agree with me i think that though <laughs> some good points were made i think the biggest point that came out of the airing of grievances was they pointed <laughs> out that the, the theater industry specifically tends to skew older and they preface that by saying okay that we see a lot of white hair in the room today which is like oh, no like offense older managers yeah, or... older people gotcha okay and they're like how do we get youth and new blood and new perspective into this so we can have something to like pass down basically like how do these theaters survive in the future if we don't have anybody waiting in the wings to take it on and i do think that that's a a big issue that we have when ken and i are well, not now, not no longer, but for a while there, we were the youngest people in the room mm -hmm. and we're not that we're young. We're still in the decade of the youngest people in the room. We're still in the decade, barely. <laughs> but, Proud of you guys. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but we have a Kyle. Hello. But what happens after Kyle gets into the decade where he's not the youngest person in the room? Who's behind the Kyle? How do oh, you... Oh, I'm going to be 28 forever. <laughs> How do you get that? I've already like... made a deal with the devil. Uh, okay. I got this covered. It's and fine. I, can, I cannot wait to find a gray hair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be looking now. I hadn't considered it, yeah. but he just called me old by calling himself young. So <laughs> I'm looking now. I'm peeking. He's going to be devastated when I it know. comes. I'm going to start leaving Werther's originals out yeah. and watch him go like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> just He's wait till the motorcycle pulls up. That'll be when the midlife crisis begins. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle's getting like tattoos above the neck. <laughs> like, I see young know. boys. <laughs> So, no gray hair, but that might be worse. <laughs> and they, in that debate, they talked about, you know, um, pay is an issue. Positions are an issue in the theaters. There's not as many positions to work yourself up to. I mean, sometimes it's just owner and employee, like... It, yeah, there's if no, there's not a manager. Yeah, if there's not like so, sometimes right. there's not even that manager level. It just the and, owner is the manager, and, and and a manager at a theater historically is not an actual like manager type situation right. where it, you have multiple employees underneath you. Sometimes a manager is the only person that's at the theater. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's a different industry, and the manager was never somebody that was like a higher, like a substantially higher pay grade. Right. It was like eh, it's a theater. You get afternoons off like it was it was not <laughs> it was not a well it's a tough it's a position a tough, that was held in high yeah. esteem right but now going through 2020 and all the issues finding employees we need to hold that position in more esteem and create right. something it, that makes it special tough to recruit you are asking people to not always have the best most competitive pay you have to work nights and weekends and holidays big holidays big hall all the big holidays not like, not like so. labor day Christmas, <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah, those ones, the big ones. So it is tough um, in recruitment, and 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 our some of our exhibitors brought up a really good point. Was like maybe the retention, like how we speak of retaining people, shouldn't be about individual positions, or that this is a way for you to have a career or make money or own your own business. Maybe this, maybe you need to go out and go to other businesses and say, this is a compliment to your business. And maybe it's just how we frame the idea of how to pass it on. You know, forever it was individuals and maybe it's not, it can't be that anymore. 
Yeah, and so. it doesn't help that theaters take up an incredible amount of real estate space. So they're yeah. a valuable piece of real estate in most places. Mm-hmm. Just the square footage alone. A valuable piece of real estate with really high fixed costs and timid, low revenue potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, in just the one way. So it is very much a challenge unless you can diversify but it. But they always have s- large storefronts. They're almost exclusively on a major thoroughfare. Yeah. <laughs> they have a huge amount of square footage that's open. So yep. you can you can build you can create different spaces. It's it's really <laughs> like very flexible. It's a flex space. Yeah. No, so not really. For a lot of these people that are aging out or not interested in operating the theaters anymore, it's like, do I want to go through the process of training somebody or recruiting somebody to take this over yeah. and purchase this from me, or do I just sell it for the real estate? And then it's and one move transaction on. that's done, and that's that's what we see right. a lot of times. Right. I think it's an existential crisis for our industry that we're not that we're that covid and the pandemic shutdowns really like brought to the forefront because we did lose a thousand theaters or something nationwide Nationwide. Mm -hmm. i mean it is in the next five years are we going to be able to keep what 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 was remaining so yeah keep and and grow yeah and grow it so yeah that that was a kind of interesting kind of end to the week but i'm i'm very excited to go back next year i just think it's really good on an exhibitor level to get to know other exhibitors without like the hustle and bustle of Vegas being everywhere like it's it really is feels more intimate and more community and not that I want to go to the same place every time but Salt Lake was fine Mm -hmm. it was easy in easy out I mean that now they've built that whole section up again yeah it's you can see the Utah Jazz play the night we came in, WWF Monday Night Raw was in town. Oh, okay. <laughs> Across yeah. from the so, so we get in. We're, it's late. There really is something to do there. <laughs> All right. It was. <laughs> it, was, it was late. It was like 10 o'clock at night. Everything shuts down. That is kind of one issue. Oh, but Salt Lake City is is like you're in Canada, but in in America, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it like all dead. the rules are different. So <laughs> we were like, okay, what do we? What we're starving because we were on the road for six hours. Oh, we're sure, not yeah. eating gas station food, so we're like, we're starving. We need to find something to eat. So we go across the street, and there's like burger place still open. So mm. we sit down um, for a beer and a burger, and we saw these like big trucks. Right. And we're like, what's going on at the arena? The arena is right across the street from this place. And uh, we're like, what's going on there? Because there's all these huge, you know, trucks. And it was (laughs) the wrestling. And finally, you could see on the trucks, like the faces and Mm -hmm. stuff. But... I was like, it, what really set us off was the guys in unitards coming out of the burger joint because they also were getting oh. food after the thing. And we were like, what? it's like 10 o'clock at night and we're tired. We're like, what is going on here? <laughs> Utah's a little different now yeah. since we were last Unit, here. Like unitards and like cowboy boots. <laughs> like, obviously somebody's having a lot of fun. And then there was a Harry Potter convention like at the end, like a Thursday night. It, yeah. was, oh. it was a weird, it was a whole weird thing. It was fun, though. Yeah. No, it is. It is like being in Europe, but all the signs are in English. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything's a little funky. A little off. Utah just has a little bit of everything, apparently. It's got its its own flavor, that's for sure. Glad you guys had fun, though. Yeah. It's it's a bland flavor. (laughs) A lot of spices in Utah. Hey, come on. That Marriott was... (laughs) No, usually when you go to conventions, they have to pick somewhere with enough convention space, and they're pretty beige. Like, just your run-of-the-mill. Like, everybody's been to a convention at a hotel. It's, like, not very exciting. Sure. 
this one you walked in and it was like the color red is on the walls no it was like (laughs) it looked like an upscale den situation oh my god an upscale den yeah interesting she's only been talking about these light fixtures and the colors kyle it's the fabric. You guys are doing and home renovations. I took pictures. Thing. I was so inspired. She was taking pictures You're supposed of to take like pictures of the convention no, as a whole. No, no, I know, I took no. She wouldn't do that for you, but she was taking pictures of like the lamps. <laughs> I took pictures of the hotel. I know. I didn't take any pictures of Ken and I at this convention. I have one job. <laughs> Kyle asked me to do one thing, and I was like, mm, pass, pass. <laughs> I could have just sent him pictures of the cool hotel and been like, wish you were here. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay. Let's get past what how much fun we had at the convention. Yeah. And let's get on. I'm I'm not sure why this is on the program for January, but Kyle, what's what's this next topic? Uh Paramount decide that rather than to put the Mean Girls musical on Paramount Plus, they decide that it's due for a theatrical release. So it's gonna be coming out January twelfth, twenty twenty four. Is this like supposed to be like Hamilton? That's Where I they haven't recorded a, <laughs> the stage production musical of Mean Girls, and are like, let's make it a movie. That was my first question. I still haven't found the answer yet. I don't know if it is like a stage recording or if it's just a remake, typical like, movie. Like they but... casted somebody specifically for this, it... and it wasn't Lindsay Lohan who can sing. Well, wait, can she sing? Yeah. You she don't remember? Sing. She had a whole album. She can, well, sing, she can a, sing the blues. A lot of Disney stars had albums. That doesn't mean... That. <laughs> well, I think she could actually <laughs> sing. Um, but I just... Buy the album. <laughs> I just think Disney it was worth addressing because, you know, January is always that dry spell. And yeah, maybe until we see a trailer, if we know whether it's staged or whether it's um, a, just a typical movie remake, that it could do some sort of business. I, I am curious about if it is staged because this announced... Not so soon after the Taylor Swift concert, but I don't know. Could there be a connection then? Is Paramount like, we should get into the uh, staged recording game and just put this on in theaters? I I say kudos to them. I think this is a great idea. What? I think this is an awesome idea. Maybe it's just that I hate musicals. I think the people, (laughs) well, I don't think that, I don't don't care about the movie. I don't care. I, I care about the fact that it's a musical and this is where the, alternative content suppliers have lived for this long time where they yeah. we're going to do concerts we're going to do musicals we're going to do operas like if if paramount decides they're going to do a musical it's going to be incredible production like it's going to be as good as anything they put out in theaters as a major for, distributor for a major release yeah. like they're yeah. not going to it's not going to it's not going to look low quality right they're going to have imax cameras and there's going to be a whole thing so i'm excited for this let's let's try these things let's have you know, Universal put on a what is it? WrestleMania. Let's let's try these things. Let's mm-hmm. put them on this big scale and really yeah. promote them and see what happens. Versus having a small guy distribute it. It goes to a couple hundred locations. It doesn't do any business, but it does for those places, kind of sort of. Right. Let's let's put these out there and see what happens. So maybe it could lead to. I mean, the it, majors getting involved in that. Well, at least it's a January. There's so Mean Girls. What? what was the the other one that's big right now? Like Back to the Future has a musical stage performance thing. Do they? Yes. I think yes. they did recently. It just released in London on stage. Ooh. But let's let's try it. Let's let's do something <laughs> different. Let's not stick to the I mean we're we're already talking about Marvels which is maybe the 30th like Marvel release that's coming oh out. God. Yeah. I mean in November we're already trying to track this down. Let's try something new. Let's inject right. some new blood into this thing. I'm not I'm not opposed to the newness. 
That sounds like you are. I don't like musicals. She said dreadingly. Yeah. <laughs> you can just imagine you, how your booking sheet is going to go. You, and you're what do you like, think? I don't in, what do you think Encanto yeah. is? Animated. <laughs> animated title. Maybe animated girls, and there's no music. Mean girls Super is animated. Cute. <laughs> Super cute. That's what I think it is. Yeah. I so, don't love every single musical Disney movie, but I for some reason really liked that one. Well, speak- And Moana. <sighs> now you got Just, me on a tangent. She's going to keep going. Yeah. Beauty you know, remember the ones that she thinks over time. She's going to keep going, but you know what's not going to continue? What's not going to continue? The writer's strike. The writer's strike is over? <laughs> that's what uh, That's what it says here. Yeah, no, Kyle. the writer's strike is over. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> it was going to be a bit, and then now it's and now it's gone. Anyway, but yeah, the writer's Cody, strike. Cody's chopping people up. I'm, I'm back on Mulan. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> She's going to list all the movies and be like, oh, yeah, I guess I do like musicals. And copyright, oh, I listed four. Copyright infringement. Ha ha. And then that's all the four I like. Yeah. How many can you list before it becomes copyright infringement by Disney? She's singing the song, so she owes Disney. Oh, that's some money. It's already happened. Yeah, that's it's true. too late. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the studios and the writers have come to an agreement. It's a three-year deal. Um, there's a lot of information out there if you want to check it out on uh, like the pay increases and how the um, tracking when it comes to like the rituals versus the viewership numbers on streaming is going to go. But that's not really our concern when it comes to this podcast. We're not like a streaming based podcast. We don't care about Netflix right. basically. Mm-hmm. I so, do have a question though. Yeah, go like, ahead. What are the top kind of things? Did they get their pay increase? Yes, they got a really great pay increase. Um, did they get any increase in residuals? They did as well, especially uh, for uh, foreign shows or at least when the shows go overseas nice and then what's the viewership based streaming that part is still a little unknown to me i haven't been able to like get through the entirety of the deal to sort that out right i'll be interested to know if it's like if they're gonna try to go by netflix's silly thing where it's like this many viewed hours and i haven't been able to figure i haven't been able to see any language yet mm-hmm. that I love when suggest they, that that's changed. They're gonna all. they're gonna pay per minute, and they're like the Irishman was watched ninety billion minutes by people. Yeah, <laughs> so it's point zero 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 one percent per minute. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that's not the case because, to me, the fact that the writers did come to an agreement at all speaks that this deal is very fair to them. Yeah. Yeah. And the actors do not hold out. They're like the NFL. Like they can't, they can't, they don't last nearly as long as the writers do. They haven't gotten a deal done yet, but it's going to happen soon, I imagine. (laughs) So you're 100% correct. I think this deal was the bedrock deal that needed to happen. The the writers are the academics and the actors are like, yeah, you guys say it's cool. It's cool. (laughs) Cool, bro. We we almost forgot there was a deal. (laughs) There was a strike. (laughs) No, I'll be glad when the when the actors strike is over because that's what's holding up a lot of promotion on the films and why people were moving stuff around. Yeah, so for theatrical. The sooner that gets over with and the actors can get back to promoting the titles, all the better. I think the one part of the new deal that we should definitely cover is the rules involving AI to where they state that um, – AI cannot write or rewrite any literary material and any AI generated material cannot be considered source material and the rules do not bar writers from using AI to help with their work. So I think that was a very big surprise. I think there's, yeah, a little nuance in there that you could have AI generated work, but as long as a writer signs off on it as like, oh, the AI helped me, then... 
It, it, yeah. I'm sure there's it's, some nuance there that we're not privy to, but mm-hmm. I do think that this hurts them a little bit, but I don't know if they could have negotiated it exactly. out. Exactly. I don't think they... All they could do is put bumper guards up, but they can't really get rid of AI. I think, judging by how big the pay increases look, at least how it was written down the rules, seems to suggest that the fact that they were able to get to those numbers, but had to settle with AI being a tool in some sort of capacity, even like smaller, then that was probably what had to make this the most fair deal. The studios probably don't want to move away from AI completely. No, I feel like perhaps you have less writers but of the writers that remain they get more writers rooms seem like they're going to be smaller yeah but i think that's the case for every industry yeah i I do think that that's a problem especially with automation moving forward Mm -hmm. i think for a long time automation was just in like manufacturing and blue collar jobs but now with ai it that's hit the creative you know, white collar positions a mm-hmm. lot more. And that's what I think we're just seeing it play out here now. But I mean, just generally speaking, population growth slows. A yeah. lot of our older generations pass away, retire, get out of the workforce. And then you just don't have people to fill positions. So everybody's going to have to do the work of two people. Luckily we have things in technology that can help with this mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Yes. Except but- for Kyle. Kyle's one man band right now. Yeah, we can't replace Kyle with anything. So, not yet. <laughs> we'll see how this plays out after AI. after seeing how the how this strike went. I'm taking notes on how to do this thing. I'm going. So. I'm going to the creator tonight just to see if I get any ideas. <laughs> artificial intelligence. Uh, but this is a good sign that the industry could get back on track a little sooner than, or a lot sooner, I guess, than we were originally anticipating. I know, there was some talk that it would go to December. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm super encouraged that we're beginning of yeah. October, mm-hmm. and and it's and the probably going to be done. The actors yeah. will get done quickly. Yeah, I mean they no, d- technically don't need to be done until after Taylor Swift, and then we need them. No, I suppose it's so true. So if they get done in the next two weeks, no, I mean we're trying to do schedules through the end of the year, and there is a lot of there's a lot of product. Yeah. Starting starting ten twenty seven. I mean, it would be good if they could. That could at least use star power to to at the bare minimum go. Hey, I have a movie. Yeah, Yeah. please go see it. Yeah, it it definitely won't hurt things. No, if they could start promoting their Thanksgiving content that now that would be amazing. Yeah, because October is just going to be Taylor's month, which is fine. We can hold out then. Yeah, she deserves it. She's the best. I like her to do her dates at movie theaters and not football games, but. Cody? It's another topic. Cody? You don't know what she does in her spare time. Well, I want to see photographs at movie theaters get everybody excited, okay? I want to see movie theater tickets go up. But, okay. I mean, they kind of already have with their concert, but I want to see it more. I bet Travis Kelsey hates movie theaters. Because <laughs> nobody can tell he's there. I bet he's a mo- <laughs> I bet he's not a movie theater guy. Well, that relationship can't happen then. No. There's two types of people, movie theater people and non-movie theater people. <laughs> they do and we not, don't mix. We don't mix. <laughs> That's why it won't last. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. No, I have no that's idea. The case. <laughs> well, with those flamboyant outfits, he might not like the darkness of a movie theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wore a silly hat once. <laughs> um, he wore like a blue and white suit. It looked like paint brushed on. I, was... bet he, I bet he pulled it off. It reminded me of like a spotted cow or something. 
is a blue spotted yeah, cow like that cow print and then it's like cody but it's blue cody, it was he's, ugly. he's under her umbrella now so i wouldn't go out on this limb right now we don't know if he likes movie theaters in a couple of weeks in a couple of weeks when you know young couples break up move on <laughs> then you can go ahead and pile on oh. travis kelsey but you can't do it's, it right he's now. under her protection yeah that's fair we'll wait it out next are you going to talk about how much you uh hate cats or something or the number 13 or <laughs> are you just gonna go off on this stuff now no. really really bury yourself no you're already making fun of her boyfriend <laughs> you might as well go for it Does she, we, we just her, can't her, afford her, bad luck with the taylor swift are her parents still alive right now go for it cody <laughs> <laughs> they've not wronged me i don't need to go after anybody else well not when not not yet but if we keep talking bad about them. Yeah. I'm not talking bad about anybody. I said he had an ugly outfit. And I think I kind of started it. Yeah. Fair, so. You said he didn't like movie theaters. And we're like, well, we don't like him. It's just a guess. It's just a guess. He's a busy football player. This was player. all speculation, Ken. I'm not saying definitively anything. <laughs> okay, I, I just, th- Kyle speculated and I speculated what the response in, would be. In speculative terms, Taylor Swift is the best. Anyone yeah. associated with her is also ma- cool. male, female, animal, mineral, all the best. <laughs> Now get us that money, Taylor. (laughs) On that note, we'll see everybody at the theater in two weeks. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Off the Break Podcast. Find us on all podcast platforms or at screeninsider.co. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Off the Break Podcast.